Hello and welcome to I Wish I Knew That About Songwriting, the show where we bring you tips, tricks and techniques that we wish we knew as young songwriters. On this show, we focus on interviews, we focus on resources, subjects you're going to find useful and you can go home and you can use them today. So thank you so much for listening and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back to I Wish I Knew That About Songwriting. So as you would have heard, the previous two weeks we've had the Toby trip and I say that and I mean it because I'm still picking through stuff that I find useful that he said. And we recorded this a little while back, but just a really, really interesting and amazing writer. Very nice, very humble guy. And this is a recap episode. So Callum and I are going to go back while in inserting our own thoughts and, and some stories, we're going to go back over what he said and why we think is really crucial that you take these on board. But I'm going to hand over to Callum and he's going to hit us with his song of the week. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jamie. Hello, everybody. So... My song of the week this week is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. And when you think about this song, man, like... Nostalgia heaven, isn't it? It is. Love it. I mean, we built this city on rock and roll. Take Me Home, Country Roads, 9 to 5, Superstition. Oh, why am I naming these songs? <sighs> yeah. It is up there. Yeah. If you listen to any of these songs, you, you know, you'll hear that they're written for, the, for a general audience. And, you know, you bring up nostalgia. Yeah. So... I think special scientific and technical knowledge is not not required to understand the song or to understand the story or to be wrapped up in the emotion. No, it's beautiful, isn't it? Mm. It this is your song of the week. I was about to steal it. Go because it's so good. Yeah, well, I mean, this is it. Go for it, mate. Take the floor. No, you said it because uh, people would have had sub rock, sub rock and we were quoting when John Mayer was talking about what made people feel something from their past. And yeah. for me, I just, I'm, I'm 15 playing this cool talent show. My friend, Kurt Gross, the King is, is playing the lead line and someone's on the piano. Like our drummer sis is on the piano and we're just, we're just singing journey. So yeah. I'm there. That's your point, hopefully, but yeah, there you go. I've ruined it. No, it's so true. It, it's everything's it's, it's so simple and it, and it, but it appeals to this general audience and it wraps everyone has a memory probably attached to the song Definitely. so when we hear it it takes us back to something but it's it's still got everything there you know it's got it includes personal experience it begins with an engaging hook to grab listeners oh. attention i'm just trying to stop myself singing keep going mate just keep talking because i will be singing um it explains why the topic matters why do you care whom it affects, the juxtaposition of a country girl, city boy helps develop the theme of finding love. It's too much, mate. Repetition of the power line, it goes on and on and on, reinforces the broader question being posed in the song. Again, how we're all sort of caught up in this lonely world looking for love. And so all these very simple questions are there and how the song is relevant to the broader questions in the field and, and the world of today and our own lives. And I think that's why the song like all the other songs I named at the beginning do appeal to this general audience and the world and, and they've stood the test of time. And that's why it's my song of the week. I just, I want to cry. I want to sing. I want to go and read the lyrics and I don't want to offer my song of the week, but I am going to do it. For the <laughs> I can't listeners. wait for it. That's such a good choice, man. And I hope it's as simple as that because I'm yeah. about to go into something nitty gritty, but that is a beautiful song. 
and I'll leave it at that. And you guys know why, but that is the point. Beautiful song. Yeah. Mine to bring contrast is a song called heavy metal by the band bring me the horizon. So those of you guys that don't know bring me the horizon, go and listen to their first ever record and listen to the most recent one. It's an incredible lesson in how to evolve as a band. But the reason I love this song, heavy metal is it's so different to journey because this is just an anecdotal attack of what people say on social media to this band. So it's a tongue in cheek, self-aware, subversive song about how A&Rs wearing Patagonia's tops don't know anything about what this band are doing or some guy online wearing a Black Dahlia murder t-shirt has an opinion on a certain song. And the whole point is that someone is saying this is not metal anymore because Bring With The Horizon used to be metal and Bring With The Horizon have revolutionized the modern alternative rock scene, if you will. They're absolutely amazing. But at the end of the song, they directly quote themselves essentially by saying, this is not heavy metal. That's the name of the song. But what they do at that point is do a massive breakdown, super like single note riff, and they do like a death growl at the end. So if you guys don't like this kind of music, that's fine. But you need to understand what can be done with instrumentation and subversion and really clever ideas. But yeah, check it out. Heavy Metal, Room of the Horizon. And when I saw them at Reading, it's one of the most intelligent shows you'll ever see in your life. So that's my little rant. Very different to Journey, but I think people might have a similar reaction to the band. So there we go. But why are we here today? Toby Trip was amazing. And I want to kick off with something super, super simple that I have been banging my own head against because it's really important. Take breaks and schedule your time. Yes. It's, it's as simple as that, but I do want to add some caveats because I find myself spinning the wheels in my head creatively way into the weekend, but then that's not different. It's when you roll way through the weekend into the next week, and then you do that again for three or four weeks, you find yourself just absolutely beaten down, no creativity, no enjoyment. Your inspiration meter is not only empty, but there's a hole in the bottom of it. So taking breaks, scheduling your time, please do it. This is me talking to myself, but please do it people (laughs) and look after yourself because it's a very, very long game. That was my first one. Yeah, no, it's so important. And Toby also talked about taking his time Mm. when and and looking up to Quincy Jones. So it was a different time. And it was mm. the approach to recording of the song was very different and that the industry is potentially in a rush now to churn songs out. Yeah. And so, the, but, you know, back in Quincy Jones's day, um, day, the climate was probably a bit different. We're talking about songs for big budget films on soundtracks that sold, you know, millions. So yeah. there was almost a necessity to maybe take that time. I mean, I don't know, maybe now, now do you think... There's a necessity to lay down a track, a top line lyrics, and release the single as soon as possible. Well, that that's just a really good point that I think we do service to people listening to this to just take a look at both sides. And I would say we don't endorse Quincy Jones as an individual, but his work ethic and what he's given to music is you can't deny that. So yeah, they were working at a time where they had I think it was like 300 song submissions from songwriters for the Thriller record. They went through and sat with that. They had a house band the whole time, which is so expensive for months and months and months. And Michael Jackson's doing films, popping in and out. 
that's one part of the industry. But yeah, as, as Callum is saying, and, and Toby put really well, there's also an industry where you can, Austin Hull actually was talking about on the Six Figure Creative. He was saying, one day I woke up, mm. wrote a song, produced it, recorded it, cut it, and I put it out that evening. Mm. And there's something beautiful about that. But I think people just need to understand what comes from doing things too slowly and, and possibly too quickly. But Toby speaks really well on that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some projects require different creative inputs. I know exactly what you mean. And, and Toby said it well, like if you, if you're lucky enough to, to be working in an analog studio, right? Like he's saying, I went to Scotland to stayed up till 4am and doing this stuff. That's maybe not the right thing anymore. If you have the time and you need to take the time to arrange, to produce. And one of his points as well was brilliant. The session, eight hours or something, four, four to eight hours, however you want to do it. That's for getting the idea down, not for finishing the song. And I think that's what you're saying, Callum. It's like, you need to take your time with things, but understand there's, there's a process. And you know, I won't go too much into it because I'm getting loads of thoughts from different guests there. But yeah, I think Toby nailed that really well. And th- this next one for me is a point that, that Toby didn't necessarily make he may well have done, but for me, I kind of compilated three or four times. He mentioned something really important, which is be nice and move in circles of like-minded people that you like. And the reason I said like there twice is you can move in the circles with like-minded people, musicians, songwriters, however you want to package it, but you have to get along with them if you're going to be in there for a long, long time. And Herbie's worked with Tom Mish from more or less the outset of when Tom went really big with what he did. And Toby still works with him and he's a lovely guy. For those of you who don't know, Toby may maybe as well as I do, or, or as Callum with our chats, you know, he is who you heard and I can, I can vouch for that. And he's just worked really hard. The humble hustler as I'm going to make him get that tattooed on his arm or something, but I just think he's great. And another point of his, don't kill the feeling. Quantize can kill. And what he means by that is not don't edit things or don't rush. We said that, that, that's not the point, but think about what's the feeling. Has the feeling come from an imperfection of what the singer has just sung? Or this isn't perfect here and here and here. Like Toby was talking about how his song South of the River that he wrote for Tom Mish. I was in a shopping center here in Bordeaux and I walked out of, of a changing cabinet and I had and I was like, wow, that's Toby. Literally Toby is coming through the speakers of a different country um, while I'm trying on some, some Crazy, sports right? shorts or something. Yeah. And, yeah. and that take, you can't hear it in a shopping center in Bordeaux, but there's breathing on that take. There's imperfections and Toby's stressing about missing his Uber to go to Maida Vale. Like, mm-hmm. you know, guys, don't be afraid to put down what you really love and, and keep hold of that feeling. So yeah. I think Toby doesn't need to preach that because he, he lives it. So I think that's really, really cool. And I won't labor the point that John Shanks made because that's in the episode, but prepare for your sessions. And I'm not just talking about what Toby said, but I'm going to add, get a good night's rest. Make sure you've squared everything away personally before you have a session. Have you got tea in the cupboard? Do you know what this person does or doesn't like? You know, it's not getting fixated because we can all do that, but come prepared. If you're going to go and stay at someone's house for a session, or I know I'm doing this soon actually, but prepare to buy them dinner be that nice guest. Don't just be there and take, you know, what can you do to, to improve that session? What can you do to be prepared? Mm. And that's a practical thing as well. Um, go on that, on that note, he also spoke about being flexible in a session and that the first 30 minutes, you know, having a tea and catching up is probably going to be the best 30 minutes throughout the day in a session. 
Yeah. That's the only time you really get to look someone in the eye and go, cool, who are you? Who am I? What are we going to do today? What do you love? What do I love? Because trust me, after that, the back of the head, if they're a producer, or if you're a top line, you're probably sat looking into your work or your notes, or you're lucky enough to have three of you. It's still that kind of, all right, we're working now. So you've got a lot to get out of those first 30 minutes to an hour, but also you've got a lot to put into that. And that's where a lot of the work is done. And I think Toby had some really good points on, on trust and, and listening to each other and being aware of who you're working with. Mm. Just working with JP Cooper and stuff. Cause Toby's a king, but mm. the point is still the same. It's a human being. You're a human being. This is a strange industry. And like Toby said, you've got to absolutely love it because it's not kind at times. If you can see someone with you in that session and go, cool, I see you, you see me. I love what you're doing. You love what I'm doing because we've both done our work. We've both prepared. We've both, like we said, we've taken breaks. We're ready for today. We're not dragging baggage into another session. Mm. It happens. But just being kind, professional, nice people, humble hustling. And for that, I think Toby is the paragon, the pinnacle, and a real pleasure for us to have had on the show. Yeah. I think... In conclusion, there was one quote that both Callum and I just went silent when he said it. We're like, yep, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I think he's got it there. If you try and be something you are not, you will never write great songs from a natural place. Yeah. And that is it. Like, what else is there to say? Toby, you killed it. You're a lovely guy. You work hard. And Callum and I wish you loads of success going forward and anyone listening listen to toby he's living it he's not just talking about it like us he's living it so go out there and check out his stuff if you want in the show notes as you said but toby's done it well he's doing it right so follow some of this advice if you can take it home what can you do tonight that we've spoken about can help you tomorrow thank you again from the both of us and we'll see you next time peace to find out more about us and to get in touch, please head over to I Wish I Knew That Pod on Instagram. And don't forget to join the conversation on our Facebook community. Please also remember to email your questions about songwriting to I Wish I Knew That Pod at gmail.com. And we will answer these on our upcoming episodes. Also, if you know someone who would benefit from this, we would really love it if you could give it a share or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And Jamie and I will talk to you on the next episode.